special welcome to all of our parishioners and guests who gather tonight at this altar to worship our Lord. Thank you all for coming. And a special thank you to all of you who came today and organized our All Saints Day party carnival at the school. It was always great to see other children, to see adults who are on fire for the faith, living and modeling their lives after the saints. Every time Zacchaeus comes up in the scripture, I think of a man that I was introduced to in the summer of 2008 in Omaha, Nebraska. The man's name is Father Larry Gillick. And obviously when you meet the man, it's obvious that the man is blind. I'm amazed watching him celebrate Mass. I'm amazed to understand his whereabouts, how he knows where he's going. And Father Larry Gillick was lost one day in New York City as he would go for a mile or two walk as he went back to the mother house of the Jesuits. And one day he was lost and he called out to God, God, I'm lost, where are you? And the Lord responded, Larry, sit down in the middle of the street. Larry looks up and he says, God, are you crazy? This is bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic, and you want me to sit in the middle of a street in New York City? The Lord said, yes. And a taxi cab or a man came to pick him up, and they recognized he needed help. And Larry said, I'm lost. I need to get back to this address to the mother house. And the cab driver was asking him, Larry... Why would you sit down in the middle of the street? And Larry said, that's a great question. But today I have learned a lesson from God that when you are lost, you need to put yourself in a position to be found. That's our story as well. When we are lost, we have to put ourselves in a position to be found by God. Today Zacchaeus has one desire, Nothing else matters with the crowds or his career as a chief tax collector. He has one thing he wants to accomplish. He wants to see Jesus. Hopefully that's why you are here at Mass tonight too, as our Lord will be coming here in a few moments to this very altar. But I think it's also important that we look at the Lord's greatest desire for Zacchaeus. He says, Zacchaeus, I want to stay at your home. I want to stay with you. Now, if Jesus were to tell you that tonight, what would you be thinking? Maybe it might be, I got to go home and clean the house. Maybe I got to get the laundry done. But I don't think that's the house our Lord is talking about. The Lord wants to stay in his heart. And what happens when we squeeze the Lord out? Sin starts to dominate our life. We get lost in our careers like Zacchaeus did. He's not just a tax collector. Scripture tells us he's the head of the tax collector. That means he works for the Romans. He's hated by the Jews. And maybe he's frauded a few people. That's why he's given so much back. But our Lord assures him, that when he comes to stay with him, salvation has entered his soul.
heaven has entered his soul. I think there are three points that I'd like to briefly look at tonight to help us to unpack this passage just a little bit deeper. Point number one is, if we take with us to our prayer and the Mass, what is inside Zacchaeus, we will never be disappointed. I'm reminded of one of my favorite podcasts. It's the Venerable Fulton Sheen's podcast. Many of you grew up with him in the early 1950s, or maybe followed him on the TV program as he captured the attention of millions of listeners, as he still does today throughout the world, on various issues and subjects of the faith. The name of his program was called Life is Worth Living. The opening lines spoken by the bishop as he introduced his program is, were, is life worth living or is it dull and monotonous? Think about that. Is life worth living or is it dull or monotonous? I'm sure our answers will change from day to day with our moods. But if we are connected in Christ, connected to the vine, then life is never dull or monotonous because we are aware of the presence of the living God. When life is monotonous, it means it's meaningless. But when life is not monotonous or meaningless, it has purpose. So this first point, if we were to take with us the prayer and the mass, what is inside Zacchaeus, we will never be disappointed. Why? Because prayer and mass will bear fruit. If we take it as seriously wanting to see Jesus as Zacchaeus did. Zacchaeus has one desire, to meet Jesus Christ. To meet this powerful Lord. Zacchaeus went out and he climbed a tree because of he heard of him and wanted to see him. He went out of his way with his desire to encounter the living God. Now, Zacchaeus was not just a tax collector. He was the big dog, the chief tax collector. And he lived in the city, the oldest city in the world, which just celebrated 10,000 year centennial, the city of Jericho. He is the richest man in the oldest city in the world. And that was not enough for him. He needed more. He needed to see Jesus and his salvation. So I have to ask the question, when we struggle with this, what fights this eagerness? What deadens this desire? Our modern times have made Christ boring. They've tamed him. They've domesticated him. Made him maybe into a Mr. Rogers instead of the dangerous man that he is. Now, if our heart loses the sense of how powerful God is, we lose our eagerness. Imagine walking into the park and watching Father Barrett playing his guitar, singing his old songs, and he tells the wind to be quiet. And the wind ceased. Would Jesus be boring if you saw him working miracles as Jesus did? 
Or what about the 12 apostles? Do you think they ever went to bed at night? Wondering what will the Lord do tomorrow to show his power, his majesty. The power to heal and change the human heart starts with our desire for God. Do we want to see Jesus? He's here every day. He lives here in the church and we can come to encounter him. The second point that we should consider maybe in this gospel is not only is Zacchaeus eager, but Christ is just as eager seeking him out. The catechism on the section of prayer says that Christ is actively seeking you more than you will ever seek him. So when we are lost, it says in the last line today, he came to seek and save what was lost. Christ is seeking him out. But where are you lost? Where have you fallen out of love with our Lord? Maybe this is a place today as you come to communion to encounter him, to ask him to raise you up to new life. He did that with his best friend Lazarus, who was dead. He called him back to life. And finally, our third point today, as Zacchaeus is running and wants to see Jesus, he climbs the tree. His only desire is to see Jesus. But Christ's desire is always greater. He wants to come to his house. This shows us that Jesus is never outdone in generosity. He exceeds our expectations when we come to him in faith. He gave Zacchaeus more than Zacchaeus was looking for because he came with great eagerness. Tonight, we encounter the living God. We bring it to him with confidence that we want to see him and that we want him to spend his time at our home. Not because we are selfish, but that we may conform our hearts to obedience, that we may conform our hearts to faith, hope, and love, and that we may conform our hearts to the cross. These are the three areas we will be judged when we take our last breath, when we leave this world. How obedient am I to the commandments? How well do I accept my cross? And how well do I my work in my play do I conform to faith, hope, and love as my guiding force? Tonight, we ask Jesus to come into our home to fulfill all of our desires as well. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. Amen.